Before I jump into today's episode, I want to apologize for the delay in recording. Um, Last week, I would have recorded. I usually record on the weekends, but this is my last week home in Chicago. So before I get into this week's episode, I want to apologize for the delay in recording and publishing this episode. Um, Last weekend, I spent time with my partner as this is my last week home in my hometown. And I really have been trying to be present in the moment. One thing that I am guilty of more than anything, especially when it's time for me to come back to the East Coast, is being in the present. I very much look forward to the future where I'm back here with him, with my family, with my cat. And I have to retrain my brain essentially to be in the present. So that's what I did. And as the weekend flew by, as all the days in the summer seems to do, I forgot to record. And instead of just letting myself off the hook and saying, well, I'll just do a double episode this weekend, I really wanted to at least publish something today to hold myself accountable that even though I missed a day, that doesn't mean that I completely dropped the ball, but to pick it back up again and to record and publish. The theme of last week's episode was housing basically how I feel like where you live should be an environment that you believe you can grow in. And if you believe that your growth is being stunted, either change the environment around you or change the environment altogether. That being said, there are some consequences. So for me, when I moved from the Midwest to the East Coast, at the time, I really was focusing on my individual growth. I was thinking about myself and personal goals I had made for myself for that year and within my three to five year plan. At no point in time did I think that would include being in a relationship. Not only that, a long distance relationship. That's my cat's bills. Um, And that's probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. the, the, The hardest thing that I've experienced. And one of the hardest things is leaving the Midwest to go back to the East Coast because I'm by myself. And so while I am about to move into a new environment, um, I notice in myself that I'm literally moving slow because I don't want it to happen yet. I'm not ready for that to happen yet. And this is what I mean. My stuff currently in the East Coast is in storage. I had made the mistake previously of paying rent for somewhere that I wasn't, which is a whole episode in itself, but I put my things in storage and my current new space opens up on August 1st, which is a Monday. And so in true Ambria fashion, I'm waiting like until the very last moment to tell the storage people that I'm not going to be using their storage facility anymore telling U-Haul that I need to book a reservation for a van, which I've had plenty of interesting interactions with U-Haul, and then putting down my first and last month's rent with my new landlord. And the only reason I haven't done those things yet, wow, I'm getting emotional already, is just because I don't want to. Um, And the weird thing is that I was kind of in the same place last year where I had came home for the summer, as you'll hear as the series goes on, and it was time for me to go back to the East Coast around this time, around August, 
And I got into an Uber because I, I thought that to escape being emotional or being homesick, if I take an Uber, then like I'm driving with a stranger and like it negates me crying in the car, like hugging my family, you know, goodbye at the airport. And so I get in the Uber and the man is like, you know, ask me about my travels, just making small talk. And I tell him and I'm like, and he asked me if I like it there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I hate it. I can't wait to graduate. So I'm home with my family. And he said something that really stuck with me and something that I tried to tell myself, although it's still hard to put into practice. But if you think your experience is going to be crappy and I'm using crappy, you know, keeping it PG here, then it's going to be crappy. But if you go into a new experience thinking that it's going to be you know, a life-changing experience, something that will make you a better person or that will challenge you, then that's what you need to do. And so for me, what I've been telling myself the past few days is that like, okay, although I have not enjoyed my experience on the East Coast, I'm moving to a whole new city. This is a whole new place, whole new landlord. There's more sun, you know, like just trying to encourage myself that this move is for the better. And to also remind myself that this is my last year in my program. So like there are things that are going to be happening at my university that are also going to be keeping me busy. But to, as I said in the beginning, you know, try to stay present in the moment. So I would say this kind of an attachment, well, a continuation of last week's episode. When you move, you have to obviously put yourself first, but keep in mind the interactions that you have with your family and your friends and how those dynamics can change when you move. Um, If I could have done anything different is to move with someone that I knew or somewhere where there was family close, something that kind of grounds me, you know, somewhere where, where roots are close. But where I moved to, I had no family and friends. And so it's funny because my grandma always tells me, well, you have a very distant cousin that lives in the area who I do not know. And I've always thought of it of like, well, she's not repeating this just to repeat it. She, I'm expressing to her that I'm feeling lonely, that I'm feeling disconnected. And here's someone who I may not know may have the opportunity to meet and get to know that can, again, ground me and put me back into the roots of my family. So I would say that while that taking that big leap of faith does seem big, it's necessary. I believe that growth happens in uncomfortable situations but also don't push yourself to a limit that you're unfamiliar with because you think that that's what you need to do. Sometimes you can move just to the other side of a town and have a completely different experience and you still grow there. So don't feel like you have to do what I did and move from point A to point B. Sometimes you can go across the street. <laughs> you can go across the town, across a lake, across a river. Um, but don't feel like you have to travel you know, mid-country unless that's what you want to do. Um, you know, to change the environment that you believe that you can grow in. So that being said, I'm going to wrap this up here before I start sobbing, which at some point I probably will as I record when I'm on the East Coast and talk about kind of my journey back and homesickness and, you know, what making the environment I want to live in feel like and the kind of the different responsibilities of me being here versus being there. Um, but I would challenge you all to really evaluate what a movement in your life looks like for you and not 
like packing up U-Haul and driving somewhere. But what does movement in your life looks like for you? What does change evolution looks like for you? Is it emotional like me? Like my experience, is it more of a mental thing where you just can't get over the uncertainty of the next step, which is something that I had within my, I would say my first year of moving of like not knowing the next step made me hesitant to do things where some people can just fly by the seat of their pants and they're like, I see it, it's going to happen, it's going to work out and they just go for it. I'm not one of those kind of people. I will calculate, rewrite, plan out, spreadsheet, everything down to the T. And as life will happen, those things may not work out. <laughs> every dot I've you know made, every T I've crossed can be in place. And life says no, or God says no. And the purpose of the podcast is to show that that's what happened in my experience is that I've laid things out thinking that if I just have a plan, it will be followed. But then guess what? Things happen. So I implore you to continue on this journey with me, this very emotional, mental, physical journey with me and see how this goes. See how my last year, my master's program goes. I'll let you know all the things that I'm involved with, how you can get in contact with me, share your stories. Hopefully other stories will be shared here on this podcast. But again, I look forward to speaking to you next week on the East Coast on another episode of And Then This Happened.